Hey guys, Rachel here. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that we are literally about to hit over 6,000 downloads of the podcast and I'm excited right now. Um, I know I might not sound extremely excited, but I am. Um, and I want to thank all of you once again for, uh, supporting the podcast, rating it, reviewing it, sharing it with whoever, you know, you guys are sharing it with listening to it, um, week in and week out. I do appreciate all of you and definitely, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I do want more people to be able to hear the podcast and be able to, um, hear all these women's stories. And also if you are a brand that wants to be a part of this, like literally wants to be a part of this and support this platform and support everything that we're doing. We officially have sponsorship packages on our website. So go to racewifeunfiltered.com slash sponsorship dash packages. I will have that in the show notes as well. Um, and also if you look in the show notes, we also have, um, a discount. Uh, so there is a discount promo code that you can use, uh, for the lifetime package, which will give you access to everything. Um, you get access to paid exclusive content for, for pretty much because you, you know, you want to be a part of this for life. Uh, also you get to have your ads ran in every single episode of Raceway from filter plus any other podcasts or any other projects that we have coming up because guys, there will be another podcast that will be created next year. Um, actually it will be dropping in February. Um, I will be doing a solo podcast by myself. Uh, I will, I might have guests on there every now and then, but it will not fully be racing related. It won't be racing related at all unless I, you know, just bring up some stuff, um, uh, that has to do with racing, but it's mainly going to be about, um, manifestation, mindset, spirituality, those type of things, because I feel that it's so important. And obviously, um, I am getting my certification to become a life coach. So, uh, I feel that that is a very important part of my brand and I want to have that. So that won't be as frequent. Uh, those episodes will only be twice a month. So it will be a biweekly, um, episodes. And so, yeah, that's it guys. I just wanted you guys to know what is going on. So let's get to the episode. Welcome to Racewife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie racewife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a racewife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today we have a special guest with us. She is a 15-year-old racer from the UK. Um, she's currently a part of Fox Motorsports Racing, and and she's also she's in the Michelin Janetta Junior Championship. So welcome, uh, Holly 
Meal. Hi, Mi- hi, Holly. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. Um, I know it is late where you are. Um, so, um, so I'm glad that you were able to take time out of your schedule to be able to be on the podcast. Um, so tell us, how did you get started in racing? Like, did you grow up in a family that was already into racing or was this just something that you just chose to do? Um, I've definitely always been surrounded by racing. Like my dad, um, used to be involved with racing when he was growing up and um, like up to until when he had me. Um, and then it was when I was about five, I started in go-karts, um, just testing like rental carts and things like that. And then for my seventh birthday, um, I got my own go-kart. Um, and then we start, we were just testing and like doing an odd race here and there until 2019 I started racing properly um, and then this year I joined the Geneta Junior Championship um, moved up into cars. Oh, okay yeah so I mean the fa- fact that you started at pretty much five which is extremely young um, and then so you moved from carts to the Geneta um, the GT cars so um so how was that transition for you? Like, was it hard for you to trans, you know, transition from a cart to the GT car? Um, it was definitely a big change because it's a massive difference going from like a little go-kart to a big car. But um, like personally, I find it physically so much easier, but it's definitely a lot more of like a mental strain. Like it's, you're doing longer races, like you've, it's a lot of, thought goes into it um so it's a lot harder mentally but physically i'd say it's easier yeah um so um so you mentioned that your dad raced so what so did he do cars or or the gt cars or was he racing something completely different before um, he just did go-karts he didn't, go-karts. Do, he didn't do any like big championships it was just like here and there Oh, okay. So obviously with him doing go-karts, I'm guessing it was just very easy just to go ahead and throw you into a go-kart as well. Cause it's something he knew. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, now obviously your dad was doing it before I'm guessing. So your mom must be pretty supportive of you wanting to be in a race car or was that not really a thing? Like you didn't really have any issues with, with, that because I know obviously from me being a mom (laughs) I know sometimes like you know when your kids want to get into something like that and obviously racing is there is safety stuff now but even but even so it's still kind of a dangerous sport you know did she have any reservations about it um she's definitely had like her moments about it but she's quite like quite supportive she'll come to all my races to watch and everything and she's quite happy for me to do it okay yeah um and and trust me i totally understand where she's coming from about um you know kind of being reserved a little bit it's like because you still want your kid to do what they want to do like what they're passionate about but at the same time you know 
that's just the mom in you. It's where like you want to make sure your kid's safe and that you know that they're okay. And so I, I totally get where she's coming from. And you know, and you're still you're still a teenager, and you know, you're not you're still a, you're still a baby to her. Right? So, um, and so obviously with you be, being fifteen, so. How do you balance school and racing? Like, do you just race on the weekends or do you miss school sometimes? Um, I was missing a lot of school for my racing um, and I always struggled to catch up with it until this year um, I've started in a homeschooling programme okay. um, called MVA, which is um, it just it's made for people who, like, it works around my racing basically um so if i need time off like a day off for racing um all my lessons are um, on my laptop so i can catch back up and i'm not missing out on anything so like especially coming up to like my exams and everything so i'm not behind and like falling back basically oh okay okay yeah because um and i've noticed a lot more um um racers that are around your age are doing that pretty much either being homeschooled or they're in some type of online program because i have talked to a few that are not and they miss a ton of school <laughs> so i totally get that um but i'm glad that you guys were able to find something that works for you where you can still learn and you don't have to worry about missing school all the time so but um and then, so the program that you're in, you'll be able to stay in that until you graduate from high school. Is that how that works? Or you'll have to um, do something yeah. else? So this year is my year 11, which is my last year in school. So I'll set my GCSEs at the end of this year and then I'll go to college. Oh, okay. So it's, well, it's way different over there. Okay. Cause um, no, so at 15, wow. Like you would already be about to go to college. Oh, okay. So yeah, no, here in the States, you don't go to college until um, you're about 17, 18. So yeah, that's why when you said that, I'm like, oh, wow, you're 15, about to go to college. That's, that's wild to me. But yeah, so um, your age, you would either be here you'd be either grade nine or grade 10 depending on your birthday um and then so you got to go to grade 12 and then you graduate so yeah you wouldn't graduate till you're about 17 18 years old so okay wow you guys get out of school extremely early <laughs> yeah so finish year 11 at 16. yeah well yeah yeah see that would make sense yeah because you'd be 16 in 11th grade wow yeah you guys finish a little earlier a lot earlier than um than we do well there are some kids that do graduate in year 11 but that doesn't happen very often um it just depends on if they test it out of classes um so because like for example when i was in high school i could have graduated as year 11 because i had extra credits we have what's called advanced placement courses and so yeah i could have you know done that but i didn't but you know there were some people um in my class that that did that went ahead and graduated in year 11 
So, yeah, okay. So that makes sense. But you guys, that's just the standard. You graduate at year 11. Okay. So, yeah. That, well, that's something different between the American school system and here. But okay, so yeah, wow. So yeah, you're pretty much you're pretty much done, and you're having to like study for exit exams, pretty much. Wow. So um, yeah, no, good luck to you. I know that I know that's a lot to deal with, especially like with you racing. So I know that you know you have a lot on your plate. Yeah. I'm glad that you're able to balance all of that because that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it definitely makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. And, and that makes a lot of sense for you, you know, because, I mean, you don't have to worry about physically going to school. Um, you know, you can kind of do it at your own pace. And, you know, whether that's in the middle of the night because you had a race, you know. Or, mm -hmm. or whatever and the next day you're like sleeping late because you're exhausted <laughs> so no i totally get that so yeah i'm glad that you guys were able to find something you know that worked for you so um so after you graduate um are you just going to are you going to go straight to college or are you going to you know take some time off and just pretty much race full time um so over here you have to go to college or you have to do something after school okay you have to be in education till you're 18 so oh um, okay i'm hoping to get into a motorsport college oh okay so they have motorsport colleges over there okay yeah, there's, one, there's one motorsport college so i'm hoping to get into that oh that's really neat I don't know if we have anything like that here. Now that I think about it, I don't think we have one. If we do, it's not it's not something that I know about, but or it's not really like talked about, but I don't know of one here. So I didn't even realize that there is a motorsport college. That, I think that's it's really neat. I think it's quite a new thing. It's like a program. Oh, okay. It's like an existing college that's come about. Oh, all right. Well, that, that's really neat. Um, I didn't realize that there was something like that out there. But that's real. Well, and that that's really great because for you, you know, that would be something that, I mean, obviously you already race. And so that would help you um, yes. because it's something that you're already passionate about anyway. Um, so, you know, it's not, it, for you, it'd be more of a no brainer type thing because it's like, you know, you wouldn't really have to think about it. It's like, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to go to a motorsport college, you know. Um, so, so okay, so you have to do something after you graduate. So you can't just, like, you know, take time off. So, no, that makes sense um, until you're 18. And then you can pretty much do what you want. So, um, okay, so then you, you'll end up having to balance school and, and racing until you're 18. Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so yeah, but I think that's really neat that you guys have a like a motorsport type college because yeah, I had never heard of that. Um, so is that, but is it like limited where they only take like so many people or um, is it okay? I think this year they only took 16. Oh wow, so it's... that's a very low amount of people. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so it's a smaller type thing. Okay. 
Um, yeah. I didn't know if it was something where like, you know, almost kind of like a regular university where, you know, you don't have like a cap of how many people can go. Okay. So yeah, so it's a very small program. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, no, good luck to you. I hope you get in because I mean, that's a very small amount of people that they're taking. Like, and I'm sure that it's probably people all over the UK, I'm guessing, that can apply. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes it very hard to get in. Um, so, you know, good luck to you. I do hope you get in because, you know, that would be, that would be amazing. You know, out of 16 people, you know, you get, you get to be one of those. So, um, so but yeah. Um, so, but with racing, do you actually plan on like making racing a career or are you just thinking about it's just going to be like a pastime thing um i haven't really thought too much mm -hmm. about it. i've kind of just have the mindset of just i'm just kind of going with it and just like seeing where it goes um because thinking about like a career in motorsport like there's there's quite a few opportunities that you could do so i'm i'm not overly sure Oh, and you're young. You still have time. You have plenty of time. I mean, you're only 15. Um, but, you know, obviously, because you guys graduate so early, um, you know, you kind of have to think about a little bit, you know, at least of like what you want to do with your education and if you want to possibly major in something that would still be relevant to motorsport, right? So whether you want to go like the engineering route, like I know, cause I mean, there's been quite a few um, women on the podcast, like that's what they majored in, you know, in their racing, but that's what they majored in in college because it was like, well, I could, you know, it, it actually helps them because they're learning more about the car, you know, the actual mechanics of it and things like that. Or, you know, or if you possibly might want to get out of the car, but do stuff behind the scenes, like more of like the journalism side. So some of them are, you know, taking classes in like journalism or communications or something like that. So, um, so, I mean, either way, depending on what, you know, what you choose, you could always choose to use something like that, um, you know, that would still kind of keep you in motorsports in a way, even yeah. if you're not, you know, even if you eventually stop racing. So yeah, that's what a lot of them are doing. I noticed that. Um, so yeah, but you still have time and people tend to change their majors in college anyway. <laughs> you know, like a lot of people don't stick with the same thing, you know, right out the gate, they end up changing. So. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, you have time to figure out what you want to do. So. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because, and I mean, if you don't want to make a career out of racing and you just want to race on the weekends, you know, as for fun, you can, you know, you can do that too. Um, there's so many people that do that. I mean, that's what we do. Like, that's what my husband does, because I mean, he works a full time job during the week and, he races on the weekend and he, you know, he's good with that. You know, he's not trying, he wasn't trying to make a career out of it. I mean, when he was a kid, yeah. I mean, I think every kid, when they, when they race, they want 
to make it a career um, for the most part. But, you know, when he got older, he was like, you know, I'm good with just racing on the weekend. So, you know, even if you ended up going down that route, you know, you know, you could still stay in motorsport in some way. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, um, are you guys still racing like or is it getting close to the end of your season right now or is it um we have one race left for this season which is end of october and then the season doesn't start again until i think it's march okay oh okay yeah so then you guys are actually kind of on the same season schedule as us. Well, where I live in, in Louisiana, because I mean, all over the US is different, but we're the same way. We start in March and we end in October. So, okay, so yeah, so you guys are pretty much about the end because that's how ours is. Like our very last race is the very last week of October. And then we don't race again until um, like the middle of March. So, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then after that, like in, like when you're off, like your off season, like what is, what are things that you like to do in your off, like when you're off? Literally, uh, the only thing I do is racing. Like, um, it's more like we just do preseason testing. Um, so we'll just do the old test day here and there, like leading up to the start of the season to get ready for it. Oh, okay. Okay. So like, you don't just like hang out with your friends, go do stuff. Like you just kind of stay home. You're one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a little bit. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm, I'm the same way. I like to stay home too. Um, so I, I totally get that. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be home, but yeah, I'm not one of those people that like to go out and do stuff either. And I'm like, uh, I'd rather just stay home. <laughs> so I totally get it. But, um, no, well, thank you for coming on and sharing your story. I do appreciate it. And also for, um, for the people that are not in the UK, um, are they able to watch um, your races? Like, do you guys stream it anywhere? It's all streamed on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I will definitely look that up and put that in the show notes so everybody knows that you know this is where you can go and watch. Now, obviously, for you guys that are here in the U.S., it is like a six hour difference between here in the UK. So depending on when their races are, it might be extremely early for us. So we might have to watch three plays, but, um, but either way, you know, then we could still support you guys, even though we're not physically over there. Um, so yeah, so I'll link that in the description and also all of Holly's links so you guys can follow her on social media and her website and everything, see what she's up to. And and yeah, so no, thank you, Holly. I really appreciate you um you coming on. Thank you for having me. Well guys, that's it. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Holly. I know I did. And um and guys, I so apologize for the sound. 
Um, I tried my best to edit this as best as possible, but unfortunately, um, I'm not an expert and there was some weird feedback with the sound on this podcast episode. And I also apologize to Holly for that as well, because, you know, I mean, this, <laughs> it was a good conversation, but unfortunately there's a lot of issues with the audio. Um, and I tried my best to fix it. So, um, so yeah, but, um, I hope you guys still enjoyed this episode. If you stay through the whole entire thing, um, and like I did mention, I will have all of Holly's social media links and her website in the show notes. So you guys can follow her on her journey. And, uh, and yeah, guys, that is it for, uh, for this episode. I thank you guys for staying and also please make sure that you go and rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Um, we are on Apple Podbean and Spotify, and we're also on other ones, but you know, those are the main three that most people listen to. So that's it guys. And, uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, you will be, getting another episode on either Wednesday night if you're a VIP or on Thursday um, if you're not and you're just seeing a social media post. So uh, so yeah, that's it guys. Uh, until then, take care and go out and manifest your best life.